0: To the icky lousy junkie life showdown. I'm Jamie Black. And
1: I'm Angela DeMarco, and this is where you can laugh, cry, learn, and grow from some of the icky, lousy, junkie life choices we've made. And we all make them. Yes. I mean, all literally, the time. all of us make bad life choices. Yes, we're hunkered down right now. So uh besides drinking all day in your home, it might be hard to make some of the bad life choices, but we still do we, make bad life choices.
0: We still make bad life choices. Yes. Guess what? <laughs> we have a guest. That I'm very, very excited about. I'm so excited. Tell us who our guest is, Jamie. Our guest is the one, the only, Heather Lencioni. I love saying that. I love saying your new last name, by the way.
1: It is fun, isn't it? And I
0: have to say it like an Italian, Lencioni.
1: Because Italians do have the best last names. (laughs) We do. I'm Italian. This this name you see up here is Snow. That's my married name, but my, my maiden name is DeMarco, and that's... I love Italian yeah. last names.
0: Yay. Okay. Angela Forget DeMarco. About. Angela DeMarco. DeMarco. That's right. Forget about it.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, welcome, yeah.
0: Heather. Well, yeah. thank you. Thanks welcome for having me. Welcome to the show. Me. Tell our Thanks listeners for- a little bit about yourself.
2: All right. Well, I'm a Cancer. I like long walks at sunset. Uh, <laughs> uh No, actually, I am. Um, I'm a police officer, police sergeant for uh Northwest Suburb, out of Chicago. I'm in. You're my, not going to uh, tell
0: them where it is because we have we have a couple listeners in Elgin. Oh, really? We okay, do.
1: Well, all right. Well, yeah. Well, you, well, you just gave you it away. <laughs> I I mean, that could not? be a bad life
0: choice. Listen, no, <laughs> listen. Elgin Police, the Elgin Police Department, top notch police department. Let me tell you something. Thank you. They really are. We do try. So yes, I want people to know that they are doing great things up there in Elgin. I mean, it's fucking far as fuck from Chicago, but you know, they're doing great things.
2: Of course. Yes. At least it's a straight shot off a 90, but
1: yeah, it is. It is a haul. Yeah. And you're also, am I correct when I ask you this? Are you also Jamie's bodybuilding friend? I am. Yeah, I did I did one show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: I Did
2: one show. Uh more as a challenge to myself than anything, but uh kind of it changed the way that I worked out and kind of looked at diet and life in general after that, but yeah, that was uh well Jamie Jamie saw it firsthand of what I was doing. It was kind of crazy. It yeah. was
0: hilarious.
1: Yeah, as a health well, coach, a I uh,
0: restrictive diet.
1: Mm yeah i'm a certified health coach and I hate that diet it's, yes it's very unhealthy
2: <laughs> it it truly is I, I and I learned a lot after the fact that that how actually terrible it was for that period of time there's so I have a new coach who's a lot more uh lenient and a lot more holistic in terms of like nutrition and diet and what you should actually be doing he's 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 spot on on a lot of it.
1: Yeah. Which is awesome. Yeah. Cause I, I know most of the people that I, I know that have done the, the bodybuilding, it's like, they basically have anorexia and they work out all the time. Right. And yes. then as soon as they finish, as soon as they're then they eat everything and they load on all the weight. It's, it's horrible to see. It's like, Oh,
0: as yes. a health coach,
1: as a health coach, it gives me anxiety. Yes, for sure. It's not, yes. it's not
0: good for the body. You should have seen Heather after the bodybuilding competition, shoving everything in her mouth. I'm not lying. Am I lying? Nope. Not even a little bit.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Drinking, eating the carbs. I did. I, it, it was unbelievable. It's crazy what your body will go through. I drank like a fish that night and I like nothing happened at all.
0: Mm-hmm. I was like, oh,
2: I'll have an odd drink. And I'll be like,
0: <laughs> "Nope." mm Yeah, Uh, because you were metabolizing it faster. Yeah, Yeah, probably.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, thanks for coming on, Heather. As you know, our our shows about making bad life choices. We're trying to tell people that we're not alone in our choices, and you know, we're trying to live, laugh, give some, grow. We're trying to give some advice to people who might be stuck, thinking, "Oh my God, I'm so stupid," or "I've done this stupid thing," and it's. We don't want them to think that way. A lot of people. Oh,
0: why are you frozen? Who? Am I frozen? Are you guys? You guys seem frozen to me.
1: Nobody's frozen.
0: Oh, okay. Well, you guys were frozen to me.
1: (laughs) And uh, so, you know, having you on our show, uh, are there things, there was one question before I got into maybe your choice that you wanted to share with us today, but like we were thinking, is it possible to ask maybe what are, what's one of the dumbest things you've seen uh, people make in terms of, as a cop,
2: (laughs) Oh (laughs) that you are allowed
1: to talk about, that you're allowed to talk about?
2: Yeah, so I won't name names, obviously, that would be a violation, but um, way back when I was just a little bitty baby patrol officer, we used to do um, undercover, um, John. like we'd have National John's Day, so we would do reverse prostitution stings, and myself and a couple of the other uh, female officers that were undercover made a bet to see who could actually get the lowest dollar amount. So, <laughs> um, I had a guy who I was, was kind of digging me in my three days, unshowered, nasty looking self. And, uh, he, he was ready to make a deal with me. And so he offered $20 and I said, okay, fine. Um, uh, and then I, but I told him I needed to see the money first. Cause I'm like, you know. I'm not I'm not a dummy dude you need to show me show me the money and uh he pulled out his pocket which consisted of like thirty two cents and some pocket lint and uh I looked at him and I'm like how about a 40 of some ice house and that and he's like you got yourself a deal and uh oh so- wow <laughs> I'm a classy girl so nice <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I won the bet. Uh <laughs> I'm so proud.
1: I would I be bet. too. Who's saying he's so proud? Is Phillip. that your husband? That's my husband, Philip. Oh uh, hi Philip. Hi, hi. Philip. All right, we got Philip too, as okay. kind of a co a co another guest. Yes. yes. He's my uh, he's my passenger in the car. So we're doing I'd be this. proud of you too, 32 cents and a 40. I'm I mean it. what it's would you do for that?
0: What don't would look you at the have, pocket lens.
1: What would you do for that, Heather? What would you have done for that?
2: Uh, that was that was the whole kit and caboodle. That was oh. the whole
1: one. Yeah.
0: That should yeah. just be that should only be worth like some heavy petty. For real. Am I right? I, I mean, not agreed. there can't even be any skin to skin contact for that amount of money. It's just some heavy petty.
2: Yeah. I don't even those?
0: Yeah. <laughs> what did she say?
1: Is that not even with the ice house? Yeah. Oh, we got some music coming on. Sorry, uh- I'm just kidding. Um, uh, well, that's fun. Yeah, I don't even know if I'd even. I'd probably just like lick the nose, and that would be about as much as you'd get for 32 cents and a 40.
0: I'd be like, here's my
1: tongue on your nose. Mm. Yeah, and we're done. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> Oh, that's gross. I know, I know. I mean, I might, I mean, if somebody offered that to me, <laughs> I mean, it just depends on what kind of mood I'm in. Maybe, maybe we'll, maybe yeah. we'll do a little tango and then we'll have conversation. Yes. And then, and then maybe, Ooh, she got a dollar. And then maybe a little. <laughs> like this in the car dance for a dollar i'll do that i'll do that yeah <laughs>
1: exactly exactly
0: so, so oh no go ahead
1: go ahead jamie
0: i was just gonna say so um heather tell us <laughs> heather now i've known heather now for what four years something like that
2: yeah four or five years
0: four or five years um Heather's one of those people that when we started doing this podcast, I was like, "Oh, we have to have her on because I know she's made some bad life choices. <laughs> oh, I yeah, know yeah. she's made bad life choices." You know what? One of the things that one of the things we've been emphasizing this, especially this season, because we've had a lot of guests on, is that w- we have this theory that you know you have to have lived. A- a- and and done things to be a cool person. And, and in, in the process, you've made bad life choices. I mean, it just is. And most of the cool people that we know have made lots of bad life choices. Yeah,
1: so
0: absolutely. that's why I was like, Heather's made a shit ton of bad life choices.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's hard to be this cool and not actually have made a shit ton of bad life choices. Right? <laughs> that's what we say.
0: So, um, so can you tell us about a bad life choice that you made? Um, uh, that was, I don't know, pretty, either you you learned a lot from it, or I don't know, you just find it a particularly really good bad life choice, but be entertaining. Well,
2: oh. so I'm in the sake of being cliche, because I totally will be here, um, marrying my ex-husband and i know that's probably like everybody probably go that's a go to but this is one of those bad life choices that you know most people can like just kind of have like a really big pity party for themselves and maybe like maybe it goes on for like a month and then you know what you don't have to revisit it ever again right you you have your reflection time you think about my god that was that was utterly stupid and you kind of sit down, you have some time to reflect and you're like, all right, well, that's something I'll absolutely never, ever do again or ever have to deal with. Right. So you just avoid it at all costs. Well, I mean, not only was marrying my ex-husband, probably the single worst decision of my entire life, but, uh, he also works in the Elgin police department. So there's that that I have to deal with every day because he still works there and I still work there and we are actually both in management so <laughs> uh talk about just really you know people say oh don't don't shit where you eat and I, and I really think that yep. i I really tried to not do that and i don't I don't know if I there was a lot of things that I learned out of out of that whole thing that, that I continue to learn. And one of them, one of the big ones was, you know, coming from a very traditional Irish Catholic family who we all kind of, all my cousins, we all kind of are in the similar age ranges. And there was a lot of pressure inside my extended family at that time to get married and have kids because that's what everybody does, mm-hmm. right? And I felt like I was behind the eight ball cause I was one of the only female cousins that were still around that wasn't married and had no plans of kids or anything like that. And, uh, so I, I kind of forced, well, I shouldn't say I forced it cause it was, it was a, a mutual forcing, but it was, uh, a long relationship of putting square pegs and round holes. hmm and trying to make things work when they just were never ever meant to work in the first place. And missed, I missed just about every warning sign, including the swine flu. If you'll remember, when the swine flu came around, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was supposed to get married in Mexico, and it shut down. <laughs> and I still was <laughs> like, "You were gonna forge forward with this. This is, <laughs> this is gonna work." <laughs>
0: <laughs> and <laughs> so, so you think the swine flu was a big red flag that said don't do it don't do yeah. it so i even
2: though i'm not uh i'm not a church goer every sunday I still very firmly believe in my catholic faith and i do believe that god sends us, <laughs> send, sends us signs <laughs> or the occasional pandemic that will let you know that maybe you should readjust the way that you're looking at things <laughs>
1: Yeah, I mean Heather. There's like a meme going around that's my life. I was like getting ready to start trying to date again after a bad relationship, and then the COVID nineteen happened. So I was like, oh, if that's not my sign, (laughs) (laughs) it's true. You know, I. It's funny because
2: the after that happened, I remember, and I've told my husband this that on on our wedding day, not our wedding day, my ex husband's uh, our wedding day, I. Remember saying to myself, I just want to get this over with. Yeah. (laughs) yeah, That's a sign. I mean, what? Just looking back on it now, I think, and I was so young and I didn't, I didn't know half the things that I know now, not only just in general in life, but really about myself. I think probably one of the biggest things that anybody can do is survive the death of another human being who's actually still living. So whether it's a divorce or a bad breakup or, you know, you just, a falling out of a friendship, that hurts you down to the core. Mm-hmm. And that's a, you learn a lot about yourself in those times because there's some, there's some really dark moments.
0: Absolutely. True. Right. True. Now you yeah. said you were young. How young were you? Uh, well,
2: we started dating when I was 24. So uh, we had been together almost 10 years.
0: Oh, uh, really? yeah oh my god you stayed for 10 years 10 years of hell just about it was oh my god yeah
2: there was just things that I I probably should have known and seen you know um and we all do it like we all justify things little things here and there and say you know what it's okay uh it's okay if he sits at home and plays Xbox all day while I'm working overtime to try to pay for his debt. It's cool. You know, I'm sure I'm sure it'll come back around again
0: for me. <laughs> that never that never happens. I right, swear to yeah. God it never happens. Right. I don't know how many women have been screwed over with that with that line. <laughs> that, oh <laughs> yeah, 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 you know, I'll take care of the household while you go to school and become a lawyer. And then he becomes a lawyer and fucking leaves. Her.
1: Oh.
2: yeah <laughs> right for yeah. some like other younger <laughs> you
0: know <laughs> yeah exactly exactly nine more years left now <laughs> how many years phil <laughs> almost nine all nine right more. <laughs> nine more years
2: all right he's, he's a keeper we're almost at, at year one yeah oh. on our first year anniversary here and you know it's i think when you whoa i i'm sorry there's like incredible things going on in the parking lot here that I just don't even know how to properly say. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> uh, at any rate, I, I feel like when, when you do, cause I always thought the whole like, Oh, you'll need the right one is a bunch of bullshit. Right. And you're yeah. like, okay, sure. That's just somebody who feels sorry for you. He's saying, you know, like, Oh, don't feel so bad. It'll, it'll be okay. Um, and I think when you stop focusing on on that part of it and stop feeling like god when am i when am i gonna meet the one they just kind of like it just kind of happens right and and I didn't really believe that so much um until i met philip i needed to do a lot of growing up i needed to learn a lot of things i needed to understand what i needed out of somebody else and i needed to learn how to have a fight and it not be like the end of the world.
1: Right. And that's a huge thing for a lot of people. They like, they, they have one conflict or two fights and all of a sudden they're freaking out and not realizing that, you know, conflict is normal and it's actually very healthy for relationships because, you know, you're only in conflict because you disagree. So if you can learn how to get through the conflict and and resolve it, it probably is going to, strengthen your relationships, but more people than not will say, oh my God, we fought twice. So I guess I'm going to just jump back on Tinder. Yes. And find the person I don't fight with. Yeah.
0: Or not only that, or they might, The it's being able to fight without that thought of, I need to hurt them as badly as I possibly can. So say the worst possible thing that you can say to them during the argument, which Mm -hmm. that you're never going to get anywhere with that yeah ask my ex-wife
1: Aw, <laughs> but the truth right yeah it, and, it I, is. and I think a lot of women especially because I was in that same boat too I met my ex-husband when I was 24 we got divorced when I was 38 and you know I remember saying to him when I got divorced um the 24 year old me just would never have been okay with half of your shit as the 38 year old me. Like the 38 year old me can't deal with your shit. 24 year old can, but I, you know, and there were so many signs that that we, you know, we ignored. I mean, he and I, even on my wedding day, like you said, even on the wedding day, right, there were signs. And my friends on the wedding day were like, Ange, this is not right. Are you sure you want to marry him? I'm like, you know, at least we'll have cute kids. <laughs> you know, he was cute. So that's a reason to keep someone right <laughs> and you know we have beautiful kids but yeah it just never worked you know and all of these things i mean god you know just politically we were opposite you know um virtually like everything our values what we wanted in life where we wanted to live and some people they don't think baseball about those league, things you were opposite baseball you know i'm a cubs fan he's a cardinals fan what the hell am
0: i, I thinking mean, how the fuck would you marry a cardinals fan <laughs>
2: <laughs> what did he say? He said, "How could you be a Cubs fan?" Oh, what? Phil! Oh, what? those are
1: fighting words. Who is he for?
2: What? Jamie's a huge Cubs
0: fan. <laughs> oh, next <laughs> time I see Philip, we're boxing.
2: Who's Phil's team? <laughs> His team is the winning team. That's yes. <laughs> That's- he don't. Jamie, don't let him fool you. He was rooting big time for the Cubs when it was course, going on. Yeah,
0: fan. but he's a fair weather fan. He doesn't count. Yeah, he's like he's a
2: Chicago fan, but
1: Yeah. I mean yeah, But, I, but I people totally don't think about mean.
2: it. I get what you mean. I I that's what I feel like. So as much as much harm as he did to me personally, I also am very grateful for the lessons that I learned because of it because when I see him now all I can do is smile and (laughs) laugh because that was a bullet that I dodged like no other and may might have taken me a little while to realize it because I was just inexperienced and stupid and I thought that's what real relationships were like um but man oh man, when now when I see that he's somebody else's problem <laughs>
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love every second
0: of it. So of yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. I mean, you know what is <laughs> Philip saying? Does he know we're recording we're recording an <laughs> actual show here?
2: He does know that. Okay. So say what here, say what you're saying.
0: I said the moral of the story is you have to go through tragedy and you have to make mistakes. To come out better for it on the other side. Absolutely, that is exactly
1: Absolutely. the moral heard of it. the
0: story. You've heard it from The Godfather. Philip the <laughs> he said, he said it. It is gospel.
2: That's right. Yeah. It's just. It's really sad that that it that it takes us so long to learn things. Sometimes, as I, one of my <laughs> other girlfriends who just went through a divorce, um, she had a really she had a really difficult time with her her now ex-husband who wasn't faithful and um they actually miscarried children and there was like all kinds of just like really horrible things that you can't really even plan for on top of it but you know when we were talking about it she said I'm just really mad that I gave him some of the best years of my life I was like what no way I there's no way you could pay me the amount of money there's no dollar amount that would make me go backwards to 24 and say Here's your opportunity to do things over again.
1: Nope. Yeah. But that's such a great point too. And that, you know, is your age really the best times of your life? I'm 45 and quite honestly, I'm starting to feel like these are the best years of my life. Me too. You know, we make the best years out of our life with the years that we have. The only things that we can do is now. We can only live in the now. So if you are upset that you think you gave the best years, then make today your best year absolutely you know and and people are so we get caught up in regret you know it's like we can't regret it you can't resent it it's just it is what it is you you learn from it you move on and then you had some bad times then make up your best years now yes yeah there's a
2: there's a wonderful saying that I came across and one of like the thousand Pinterest quotes that popped up on my feed one day and it said it was like a picture of a side view mirror and it said You'll always miss the things that are in front of you if you're constantly looking in the rearview mirror. Yeah, and it's true. Very true.
0: It's
1: very true, and it's unfortunate because so many people do that. Mm-hmm. You gotta you stop know? living in the
2: past, and
1: it, you know, the
2: unfortunate part is that I do have to see him. You know, thankfully the the police department's big enough that I don't have to really run into him necessarily, but on a few very few interactions that I am forced into having with him. I just I grit my teeth
1: and then like, lesson, lesson learned. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, is he an adult about it, Heather? Is he an adult about it or is he kind of like a, a crabby pants right now? Uh, So he's always been a child. So yeah. I don't,
2: and I, and I, I don't mean that just because he's my actually He, that was one of the biggest things that was an issue. Like when we were together, you just constantly, he was involved in stupid stuff like gossiping and like just never really got the bigger picture of things and always thought that he was the most important person in the world you know so I in terms of him being like an adult about it I guess he's only an adult because he has to be because of his position but other than that
1: no yeah mm. yeah isn't it sad that there's so many people who are adults and by age but not adults by mentality <laughs> Maturity right. levels, you know. I kind of yes. lucked out. My ex-husband was a baby at first, you know. We both were. We were so angry, but he's grown up now, and we've now become front like actual friends. Like we can actually talk, and you know. Uh, but we have kids too, and it's very important when you have kids. You got to kind of put your personal shit
2: absolutely to the
1: side. You know, a lot of people lot don't of do people that, don't. and they screw up their children's lives. But oh, yes. if you don't have kids and you work, if you do decide to shit where you eat, even if it stinks you kind of got to learn how to grow up through that you do because even like you know again
2: i wish no ill will upon anybody um that's not to say that if <laughs> you were involved in something i might just wait one extra second or two but <laughs> all i'm saying is that you know he i don't want i don't want any bad for him he's already he's remarried and has little kids um, whatever. But it, I'm just, I'm glad that it's not me. We'll say that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. Well, no, I, I, I feel that. I feel that a lot. Um, yeah, I, I, I get it. That's uh, but that's what adults do. You know, you yeah. get to that point yeah. where you're like, it, instead of it always being somebody else's fault, you're kind of like, okay, I could have done this and that. You know, I, I made the choice to. <laughs> to marry him, I so I can't be completely, you know, like you, 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 all you. you, like, i like, I, I have some ownership in this. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Really gives you peace for real because then no, you're really not. Does. Yeah, because then you're not constantly like, oh, they did this, blah blah blah. It's like, no, you know. No, yeah, we like am a About my ex-wife. Verbal <laughs> 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 abuse. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. Great. Well. Hey, this has been a great show. I knew she'd be a great guest, huh? Yeah. Huh? Thank you, yes. Heather.
1: Thank you, Philip.
0: Yes. Thank you, Heather and Philip Legioni.
1: Legioni.
0: I'll have my come and, and visit you one day. All right? For sure.
2: When all yes. this madness. Is over. One
1: day we'll be in Elgin doing something live. I have a feeling.
0: I yes, love we it. We're already. <laughs> we were yeah. in Elgin doing something. I
1: know, like. but we're gonna do know, it again. I know, but we're
0: gonna do it again too.
1: <laughs> <Cool>. <laughs> All right, well, thank you, Angela. Thank you, Jamie. Thank, thank you, Heather. Heather. And thank Philip. You both.
0: This has been the guys- Lazy Lousy Junkie Live Showdown. I'm Jamie Black. I'm Angela DeMarco. Have a great life. Have a great life. Bye.